0: So, thank you. I'm not sure how to say thank you in in German. Just
1: Guten Tag. Come on, man. Yeah,
0: Guten Tag. You're right. Guten Tag to our one German listener. Uh, Tell your friends about us.
2: That German listener
0: was using (laughs) a (laughs) VPN. Welcome into Georgia Bama coaches. Hope we did not lose any of our 16 followers. During this long delay between our last podcast and this podcast. Today, we got a couple things on the docket. First is, how is this pandemic shutdown going to affect rookies going into their respective first seasons? We know it's going to affect basketball the most because usually they're well within their time Their time with their new teams, uh, but they don't even know who they're going to be playing with. Football, they at least know who they're with, uh, but pretty much everything has been done remotely. Uh, And who knows with baseball at this point? So, uh, what are your guys' thoughts with that? How is this going to make this season look for these rookies? Is this really going to put them behind what?
2: For the NFL? I think they're all sports, yeah. I think the NFL is honestly in the best spot out of all the sports because at least their players have been drafted. They could get um, the playbooks. They could get into the facilities to practice, even if the season doesn't happen. But if you're looking at, um, let's say, basketball, for example, where they haven't even had a combine, Um, we don't know how the offseason is going to work. For baseball, there's not even a minor league system right now. So for those players who just recently got drafted, if they didn't get named to that 60-man roster for baseball, uh, they're kind of out of luck at this point. Um, But it's going to be interesting. I think there's going to be a drop in performance Across all sports, not to say it's going to be bad performance, but just, you know, people are going to be away from the game longer than normal. So it's going to take some time to adjust back to what we we normally expect from players. But the rookies, uh, outside of football, everyone seems to have it rough right now.
0: Yeah, what do you think, Solman?
1: Uh, I mean, I, honestly, I think that it all comes down to the fact that it's like, I don't think it's going to matter either way. Like, the even though the draft hasn't happened for the NBA, um, I think the biggest thing is that, you know, both sets of people are going to be hurting sh- simply because of the money. You know what I'm saying? Like, the money portion of the uh, of the equation, because like I said, if there's nobody's playing, there's nothing to come see nobody's making cash because we all know billionaires love to share their money and abide by contracts and nobody's you know forcing them to right yeah no so i mean as far as like you know you know known quantities like you don't have to have a combine for basket or the the yeah the combine for basketball because we already know who's going to go one through 30 and that's really all we care about
2: it's really all we care about we may know who's going to be drafted that first round, but who's getting drafted number one overall? And I don't think LaMelo you can ball's honestly. If well, it depends on who gets the first pick, like that's, honestly, that's let's the be real. No Anybody
1: clue. but Golden State, Lamelo balls going first.
2: Like there's there's no doubt in my mind. And I don't nobody... think nobody's drafted. I don't think he's getting drafted top three, regardless. You're insane. Who's, I... the, who's a better point? Who's
1: a better point guard? I don't, I'm sorry. I don't think if, it has anything you said the same do. thing about John Morant. You, you, you literally Whoa, was like I, John Morant wasn't going to be a, no, uh, a big commodity. I, Look what I did not say the same with John Morant. Uh, People love to remember history wrong when it's you, like, you oh to, man, he
2: actually turned out to be good. You, you love to remember what I said when it didn't come out of my mouth. I, don't, I, I really don't. I don't know how you pick and choose what you remember from what I said, but it, it didn't come out of my mouth. For John Moran, but put this on tape. We have it in recording. Lon or whatever. LaMelo is not going top three. Book it. Lamelo's not going top three. Book it. He's not going top. Okay. Three. I can't wait for this. Okay. Oh. That's oh. that's perfectly
1: fine. Oh, when we find out where or if anybody but Golden State, if the team does not have a successful guard, like let hold on, let me look up. Let me let me look up. You know. Who's in the lottery this year? Golden State, the
2: Knicks.
1: Let's see who the lottery teams are. I'm looking Mm -hmm. it up right now. Which teams are in the NBA lottery? Okay, so you have Golden State, okay, Mm -hmm. and you have Cleveland, Cleveland. Minnesota, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. L.A. Not L.A., sorry, uh, Atlanta, Detroit, Detroit, New York, Chicago, Charlotte, Phoenix, Washington, Washington, San Antonio, Sacramento. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and let you know this right now. If, as long as it's not Golden State, Cleveland, Minnesota, or Atlanta, everybody like if, if those teams so, are not
2: in the top three, he's so going the, to be the top, the top four worst um, records in the league. If it's not one of those. 14 you realize drafting,
1: that it's like what? the top, the, the the worst team hasn't gotten a lottery pick, and like since Cleveland got it back in oh what was it in like two thousand and like twelve, and they chose Anthony freaking Bennett. So yeah, the chances mm-hmm. of any of these top four teams actually getting the number one pick, even though they have the best odds, it normally goes to somebody that doesn't have really good odds. So the, the right chances now. are. I'm thinking that if it was me, because like say Chicago needs a point guard, Detroit needs a point guard, Charlotte needs a point guard, Washington, I'm about done with John Wall. They need a point guard. Phoenix needs a point guard. San Antonio needs a point guard. Sacramento needs so, everything.
0: The Knicks, need New everything. Orleans
1: needs a point guard. So, so what I'm doesn't.
2: You're up? you're banking on Golden State, Cleveland, Minnesota, Atlanta. Those four teams, at least one of them not being in the top three. You're banking on that.
1: Yeah, because that's what history has shown us. Look at the Knicks. The Knicks have had the worst odds for the last five years. The last time they've had a number one pick, nineteen- no two that no nineteen eighty
2: seven year they
0: drafted Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing, yeah, eighty seven.
2: All I'm saying is LaMelo is not going top three. You could book it. LaMelo has the best chance out of anybody in this current
1: draft to be an all-star second year. Easy. And there's nobody, nobody else that's on this level. Because he's the I, only kid that's proven at a professional level.
2: Easy. Uh, he has been. Hold on. Solo, let me, let me speak. I can agree that he would have the best chances, but not because he's played against pros. Uh, I think it's only because he's the point guard. You don't see too often, unless it's just a super dominant big, come into the league and automatically become a, um all-star. Anthony Edwards is overrated also, in my opinion. I think he's going to have an adjustment to the league, but that's a whole other story, and that's coming from a Georgia fan. But, you know, he's too inconsistent for me. But he'll still get drafted before Lamelo. book it. He will not. Like,
1: in, in all honesty, like, look, let's, let's just look at the kids that are in the draft now. Let's... 2020 NBA mock draft. Let's just go to a random website. Let's go to the first website that pops up. Okay. Let's go to nbamicdraft.net. Oh, wow. It's got Lamelo Ball in the top three on that website. Okay, wait. That's that's the first website. That's nbadraft.net. They got him going number three to Minnesota. Okay. Next one. Next website run right underneath that. Okay, James Wiseman, Anthony Edwards. Oh, snap. Next one. Lamella ball goes third. Like mm-hmm. the one thing that you can't do is like like I love James Wiseman. I really do. But at the end of the day, like I need a point guard to be able to facilitate. If anything that we've learned over the past eighteen months, of watching was it John Morant play, is that an electric point guard who can pass and shoot the ball
2: decently can change a franchise very quickly. Memphis went from being – Too bad LaMelo can't shoot, but that's a whole other story. You saying LaMelo
1: can't shoot. Just because he isn't efficient doesn't mean that he can't shoot. Hey, he'll
2: pull it. He's not like uh, Ben Simmons who's afraid to shoot. He just – it's not going to go in. But that's, you know – uh, you're confusing him with the other brother that plays for for New Orleans. Uh, I think Lonzo's got a better shot than Lamelo right now. Wow! I need some of that good cocaine as
1: well, sir. Can you tell me who your supplier is? Uh,
2: film. That is it's not, not film. Look, look up. Look it, up. It's, his, not, check, it's check. not film.
1: Check. Check. Film. Check the stats.
2: Just because you see highlights of LaMelo just pulling it from three does not make him a good shooter. He shot 37% from the field. Um, In Australia, this is against Les... Yeah. He shot 37% from three professionally. No, from from the field. Just overall from the field. From three, I'm trying to get to it because uh, they have his stats hidden but I know I read he only shot um 25% from 3 in Australia these are how much 25% so
1: now let now let me do this to you since you want to talk about film how many of those games did you watch in Australia cuz I watched five of them
2: he only played in 12
1: all right so I, oh, so so basically I've seen almost half of What the man has done professionally. Now, I can tell you that ABL and the NBA are two different types of basketball, okay? Uh They are not three-point oriented over there. They're mainly (laughs) defensive oriented over there, okay? And they still play inside like it's the dead gum 90s. They use their bigs to score. Guard perimeter scoring is not a big thing there. They need to be able to score points in order to sell tickets. And the three-point ball, they don't have enough three-point shooters over there, so they still play '90s basketball. So what, what so does that have to do team- with
2: Lamelo missing his shots?
1: Lamorris, if you only amount, if you're only given a certain amount of shots, then your percentages are going to be minuscule. That's he almost took like seven threes a
2: game. He took seven threes a game solo in
1: a, era, in, a, in a era. Okay, he took seven threes a game with less than a what? Hold on. If I'm being – they only have two-thirds of the normal possessions of an NBA game, and you're telling me that James Harden, if you put him in a similar possess, in a similar uh position with harder defense, that his numbers aren't going to go down. Oh, scratch that. Let's go and let's see him in the playoffs, and let's see what happens. Oh, his numbers take a dip because the defense is better? <coughs> really? You don't say. Like, we're not going to sit here and bash the man and say that he's, like, a below-average shooter. Like, he, he's he got a better shot than Lonzo did when Lonzo came into the league. Like, he at least knows what straight up and down is, unlike, you know, doing this little
0: elbow thing across the body to shoot. All right, let's move on from that. Uh, we'll We'll move on to one little small tidbit. I want a one-sentence reaction to... The monumental contract that was signed recently in the NFL with Patrick Mahomes. Well-deserved. Well-deserved, okay.
2: Smart decision. S-
0: smart decision. I'm concerned of how this will affect the team when they go to redo other people's contracts in the future. That That's well, my one takeaway.
1: But it's still – it's structured around the fact that it's going to – it's going to help everybody out. Like, it's going to help the team out because now it's like you already know that, hey, this is how much we have against the salary cap year six, seven of this man's contract. Right. So now we know what we can give other people.
0: He's still – but he's still got a good chunk of that salary cap, of the the max salary cap that they can have. But he's still got a good chunk of that. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it, like I think he deserves twice as much money as what he's getting still with what he's done for that team. But nonetheless, you've got, to, you've got to sign 50 more people for that dress roster. And I don't think this keeps Travis Kelsey. I don't think this keeps Tyreek Hill and all the other playmakers. That I think in three, four years, you lose a lot of those guys because you can't afford to give them the contracts that they deserve. Because you well, give, you, give, you gave Patrick Mahomes a contract he deserved.
1: Well, here's the thing, too. Like, what's the lifespan of a Tyreek Hill? I mean, if we're being, you know, completely honest, and a Travis Kelsey. Like, I understand that Tyreek Hill is on, on pace to be one of the best receivers that will have in the NFL. So, I guess he doesn't really count in this. Travis Kelsey, I like him. He's good. He's not Gronkowski. Okay? Well, no,
0: he's not. We know that. But still, he's going to get a big paycheck the next time it comes around. Right.
1: But but here's what I'm saying, though. It's like I really do feel, and people might not disagree with me, I think that it's easier to make up those players than it is to
0: replace Patrick Mahomes. No, you're so right. You're 100% right. But you're not going to – it's going to be really hard to keep this team because after, cause after this year – because they only – they did a good job. They only lost one starter offensively and defensively. Set with from their Super Bowl roster, and they kept their entire coaching staff. So, I mean, I think they're gonna they're gonna win again this year. They almost have to, uh, by default. But on but talking about three four years down the road, you're not gonna be able to keep this team together and bring in high level talent unless they're on a rookie deal. Right, that's what I'm saying.
1: I don't think that you want to do that, though. I mean, I think that that's what you want to do. Like, the life run of a decent team before people start to catch up to it is about three to four years. Now, I love Andy Reid as much as the next person. He's not Belichick, okay? Like, he's he's not going to be able to keep the same minuscule guys together and be able this same nucleus together and go out and win games. So that's the that's the NFL game, like where you have like 35 to 40% of people that are on live rosters have not been drafted. You know what I mean? Like you're going to have to find a way to win with, you know, known commodities of talent as well as people that you don't know. And I right. think that, you know, the NFL is showing you that that's possible. I mean, hell, like Belichick made Brady into a freaking god by signing you know guys that we have no idea who they are you know five nine to five seven white guys with decent speed you know give them like three or four routes and then all of a sudden you know they're like you know
0: top-notch receivers you know what I mean (laughs) but that's neither here nor there have you ever noticed that they have like go-to terms for certain demographics of athletes like the short white guy is tough, scrappy. You know, and the the black coach is a class act. Every time you hear that real class act, you ever noticed that in sports? Like they've got man, to yo. Know- but in all <laughs>
1: honesty, yeah. Like I, I have noticed it. It's like, um, but like you know that that's just that that's just sports in general. Like, yeah, no. You hear the you, hear the you hear the breakdowns all the freaking time. And, <laughs> it does low T K get annoying to hear that crap over and over and over and over again but you know that's what the the majority of people think yeah it may not be right but that's what the majority no. of people think so that i just think it it's broadcast. it's
0: it's just like understood across sports that you can use those terms and you know who these people what these people look like
1: correct which uh who knows i don't know i don't know anything but
0: but speaking of, of Brady, I think we've given uh, our co-host enough time to do some research. We have to get into our next goat debate, and once again, uh, our man Solomon is at, is in the middle of this argument. I don't know how he keeps doing this to himself, but our man Solomon just believes- because I like just because I like the right guys doesn't mean that <laughs>
1: they're the wrong guys. Okay, like, just so- because I like the right one doesn't mean that they're the
0: wrong one. <laughs> so, just to give some, some background here, Solomon grew up, for some reason, he always seems to like the the quarterback that didn't go to the, his, the school that he roots for in sports, uh, you know, he, he's a huge Tim Tebow fan, we already had that conversation, we'll, we'll, we'll not get back into that one again, um, and before that, he was a Peyton Manning fan who went to Tennessee, of all places. Which is the biggest rival, arguably outside of Auburn, for uh, Alabama. Have to smoke cigars after every win with that one. But now, now he's saying that Peyton Manning, who's won two Super Bowls, is more the goat than Tom Brady is, who's won six. Correct,
1: because once again, winning like, isn't it goes...
0: everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> winning isn't everything. It's the only thing, and I okay. get that. But what we're but what we're not going to do is to say that it's like the people around you do not have a big part in what happens to you. So, like, here's what you've got to understand about the Patriots organization, about Bill Belichick, and then maybe people will understand why Tom Brady. He's good, but he is the best system quarterback that the league has ever seen. And that's it. He is uh like he's Andy Dalton on steroids. He's Tom Andy Brady Dalton. Brady is a
2: system quarterback. Please. Well, tell we're about me how to see whether hard. that is
0: we're about to see whether how true or not that is this season. If no, yeah, no, that's what
1: I, and I and I said the same thing to LaMores. If he if, finds a way to win without Bill Belichick, I'll shut my mouth for the rest of my life.
0: But because like you I, can argue, you could argue that that Peyton won championships in two different places. Two different so, places. and, and, and then not only stats. that,
1: JT, not only that, JT, we're talking about. When this man came off of a neck injury and like the Colts said that he's done, they deemed this man, you know, done. Said yeah, he wasn't going to do anything. They were,
0: they were wrong for that, but you know, they
1: were wrong for that. And look how he and look at what he did in turn. Now I get he got destroyed in the Super Bowl, but not before taking his dead on touchdown record back in a single touchdown, see, uh, most touchdowns in a single took that yeah. away from Brady and. And here's the, oh, gosh, most yards in the season, he took that back. So here's my biggest thing, my biggest argument against Peyton. And a Facebook post that we I saw on Facebook said it all. Tom Brady has been a part of the Patriots uh, system for the longest. We're not going to act like, and we are not going to say, that Drew Bledsoe was a sorry quarterback. Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt. I guarantee you that they wind up winning Super Bowls with Drew Bledsoe, and we have no idea who Tom Brady is. Okay. And that and who is that because of? That's because of Bill Belichick. Now, I understand. My Lamors is going to say Tom Brady has to go out there and throw the ball. He does. Tom Brady hasn't has a clutch factor about himself. He does. But what we're not going to sit there and say is that like Tom Brady can somehow work his way through an entire game with no help or has he done it without Bill Belichick? Because he hasn't. Peyton Manning has made has made countless calls, checks and regulation breakdowns from the line of scrimmage on his own. Tim, Tim Tony Dungy has always been a defensive coach. Everybody knows that. He played quarterback in high. I mean, in college. But when he came to the league, he switched over to safety. Played DB. Okay, he played that one legendary game where he was a quarterback for the Steelers and he won the game. I get that. However, for the most part, Tony Dungy was a defensive coach before he got fired from Tampa Bay. The reason why, Tem- and they, that that team was given to uh to well, it was Jay Gruder, right? Gruden, right?
0: John, right? Gruden. John, yeah, John Gruden. Before that yeah. team was given and they over. won a championship because of Tony Dungy. Which, that's yeah, uh, the that's way Tom that Jace Tony Dungy day. orchestrated that team. And what do we remember about that team?
1: We don't remember what the quarterback was. Was it Trey Sims or Tim Sims? I can't remember the quarterback's name, he was that bad. But greasy. we remember was that the... greasy
0: when greasy was there.
1: It was Sorry. greasy, my mistake. You're absolutely right. It was greasy, and we remember that defense. Do we not that that yes. that two thousand Tampa Bay defense was legendary? It really was. It's not the Ravens' defense. I get that, but it's one of the best defenses that we've seen in the early 2000s. That's what won them that championship. The offense in the, in Indianapolis has always been has always been Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning has been the system no matter where he goes. My opponent will tell you. Since Peyton Manning is his own equity, his own system, and that he does not change, he is effectively the reason why he is less than a quarterback than Brady. I will argue this. Peyton Manning did change. He changed from year to year. He changed when he went from Indianapolis to Denver because of the amount of talent around him. And then lastly, before I let Lamoris talk, the biggest reason why I think that t- t- uh, Peyton Manning is a better quarterback than Tom Brady is just the sheer numbers that he was able to put up without the everything else around him. If we go back and we look at Tom Brady, all the Tom Brady Super Bowls, the only thing that you can tell me that he has more than somebody else was wide receivers. Tom Brady's consistently had a better running game. He's consistently had a better tight end. And he's consistently had had a better defense. Every single time. Peyton Manning has had two Hall of Famer wide receivers. Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. Okay. I argue to you, though, they have been wide receivers somewhere else. Or was it because out so much with Peyton that's the reason why they are one thing we'll never know but I get to I get to put my hat on that because like I said just like Brady has to he can prove this year that he doesn't need Belichick to win Peyton Manning's already done that but every time you go head to head whenever we saw Brady and Manning play head to head Peyton had two better receivers and that was it Peyton Manning has never had the line, the front line that Brady has ever had. You can't say he had. The one time that Peyton Manning had a decent running back in Joseph Adai, look what happened. In Joseph Adai's career numbers, he only averaged 4.2 yards a carry. As soon as Peyton got that and a decent run game,
2: he won a Super Bowl. Are you finished or are you done? You can go ahead and go. All right, so the first point you made, what was it? i have a whole list of stuff the the whole fact about being a system right all right i think you are overplaying the value of him calling his own plays from the line so yes he was great he excelled in calling his own plays and that got him far in his career it's not saying that he's a bad quarterback because of it but at the same time, you praise somebody for calling his own plays. If those same plays don't work, you have to credit him because he's the one making those decisions. Now, if you look at some of these great players, um, you could look at a Kobe or MJ, and I'm always going to go back to basketball, co- basketball in this sense. They always had a coach around them because they learned from that coach. They're smart on their own, but they're smarter with a coach. That means that they understand the fact that sometimes you need that outside opinion you cannot fault Tom Brady for being like okay yes I know I can do this that the other but you have a system that's working right here why not just take this in learn and perfect this system I don't have to call everything my way to get where I need to go so Tom Brady took that in stride in the first four seasons as a QB he ends up going and winning three Super Bowls and went 9-0 in the playoffs. So I I get what you're saying. Manning is great. He calls his plays. He's his own system. But that, as good as it is, that's going to be his downfall. At some point in time, Tom, uh, Peyton Manning should have been like, okay, I could call the plays. I could change it on the line. But, you know, let's work together. And I don't know the whole inner workings of how – him and Tony Dungy interact or how their offense was ran. But, you know, he had his opportunity to take it and go into the playoffs and, you know, have someone else's input. Um, Peyton Manning unfortunately likes to choke when when it uh, matters the most. Bullshit. I'm sorry. Bullshit. I forgot. <laughs> bullshit. I call uh, it bullshit. Okay. okay. The How many times did the Colts make it to the playoffs and just completely bomb it with a a dope squad? It's not like the Colts had terrible teams. Um, A dope squad? Yeah. A dope squad. Oh, wow. I I, I
1: didn't – I I had no idea that – I mean, God forbid. They they have. I was a Colts fan now. I was a Colts fan. I -hmm. remember – I think he spent 14 years in Indianapolis – I re- we all remember four teams that we were like, hey, these four teams can make it to the Super Bowl. Out of the four teams that could make it to the Super Bowl, he made it there twice. Out of the, the uh, out of the two times he made it, he won one. I don't consider right. that choking, but
2: th- continue. All right, so two thousand nine Colts, fourteen and two record, you know. We all know what happens. Okay, that was one. 2000- of the 2005, Colts, fourteen and two, lost to the uh, number six seed Steelers, 21-18, because uh, Peyton Manning couldn't mount a comeback in the fourth quarter. Um, let's keep going. Two thousand and four Colts, twelve and four, they end up losing twenty to three um, to none other than our Patriots. I'm going to say our because I'm arguing um, for them right now. You have a 12 and 4 Colts team from 2003 um and then Peyton Manning completely blew it through four interceptions and posted uh one of the lowest passing ratings um in his entire career against the Kansas City uh Chiefs team but we'll keep going
1: was that Ken- was that Kansas City I thought or- that was the Chargers keep going I Chargers, it Chargers. yeah it was the
2: Chargers it was the Chargers I watched that game keep going okay going back uh Colts lose 41 to nothing in two thousand and two. Now, if I had a you know yeah, he was like ex-
0: four years into the league. He wasn't that's that's he was still a young a young cat in the league when that I, happened. I appreciate okay. you Jake because time, I, I was talking about cut up, up time but, you know, I, I I don't, talk. I'm letting Lamar cut up time. I'm about to upload it okay.
2: If if you're gonna make that argument, what did Brady do his first four seasons in the in his uh career? Young player yeah. in the league. There is no excuse. Well, look at he look at Patrick bench. Look, What are you at,
0: talking about? Look at look he at Patrick ass Mahomes. On the bench.
2: Look at Patrick he's Mahomes right now. Look at Patrick Duke's Mahomes. What is, and Patr- and and what is a Patrick? And he's
0: generational talent? We can't use him. We can't. We can't bring him into the. So Peyton Manning he's is an- he's a, he's a generational talent. Like
1: Peyton Manning was playing behind Alex Smith.
0: Peyton Manning. was a Alex Smith was one of the
1: best. One of the best quarterbacks in the NFL before his knee got bent up like a freaking gordita once again.
2: Peyton Manning was a generational talent, also, and those seasons I was just talking about for the two thousand and two season, two thousand and three, was his sixth, fifth, and sixth year um in the league. He had no excuse at that point. He came he into the no league, excuse and no point. excuse at that no point. Excuse. He came in, he no came excuse. into the he came into the league in nineteen ninety eight, and he had a three and thirteen record. Cool. He's a he's a rookie. You know, they're putting it together. He started. He turned the switch. Um, by about two thousand and two is when he really hit his stride um, in terms of wins as a team. And from 2002, um, basically, to the time he left the league, right, outside that, I would say, yeah, until the time he left the league, he was putting up winning records. He was in the playoffs. Okay, he so was JT, doing what he was supposed to. Football coach.
1: JT, I got one question for you. Football coach. Can I ask a question? Yes. Your your favorite your favorite team's quarterback went through a similar transition. So maybe maybe you can help me make this argument. You watch football more than me and Lamore's put together. Yeah. What do you think for a generational talent that is a pocket quarterback? We're talking about no athleticism.
0: Yes. Isn't it for the record, say- neither one of these guys have added yeah. athleticism whatsoever. Correct.
1: No, and I get that. I get that. But I'm just let me make the parallel real fast. It takes anywhere from four to six years in order to gain the amount of talent that you need in order for a particular quarterback to become competitive. One thing that my guy is failing to to state with Tom Brady, besides the fact when he came into the league, his ass was on the bench. that's one he wasn't good enough to play he was a backup quarterback that's one. The second thing that he fails to understand is that, oh my God, when you have a system quarterback, because that's what Brady is, and one system quarterback gets hurt and you plug it in with another system quarterback, do you have to change much for another system quarterback when all they have to do is do the exact same freaking thing that
2: the Matt quarterback Castle. in
1: front of them did? Oh, my freaking God. What's the what's the quarterback that just won the, the uh, Super Bowl for the um Nick Foles. Nick Foles.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Jesus
1: Christ. It's like. But, like all right, so Nick, your... Hold up, so
2: Solo. Solo. Has Nick Foles done anything since then?
1: That's my point. It, you, you, under... you don't realize up, you're solo, making my point for me. Solo, solo
2: just, just answer the question. Has Nick Foles done anything since then? Since he's been out of that system, no. Okay, so time, time, time solo. It would be it would be one thing if solo lucked up, or if uh, Tom Brady lucked up and won one championship because of that system, because of that team he was on. It would be another thing if he won just like two or three. The man's won six. You can't deny that, Solo. Okay, you okay. Let, like, me get into, the, let, let me get into this on conversation. On the easy
0: and up, he, was only,
2: he, was, he was literally only a backup QB for one year. You act like this man just ride, rode the bench for like five years and just learned everything. He, he rode the bench one year and came into that next season and basically played the rest of the games outside of one game and put up in an The next 11.
0: season he went back to the bench. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. That season after they won the won the Super Bowl, yes, he went back to the bench because the next season Carson Wentz got hurt again, and then then Nick Foles went in and they they won a couple of playoff games with him. Look it up, it happened. Ooh, Ooh. you, so, hate, to anyways, you anyways, hate to see
2: it.
1: You hate to see it. You hate to see it. Tom go back. Tom let's Brady go back. was
0: Tom
2: Brady literally got drafted in two thousand, rode the bench for a full year, came back into the league after what's-his-name got hurt, and he missed that first game, and then started every other game. He didn't sit out a game until he got hurt in 2008.
1: He's Check the he's stats. Not Check. About,
2: he's not talking we're about talking Tom
1: about Brady, more. He's talking that's about who Nick I was, Foles.
2: That's who I was talking understand. about.
1: That's who I was talking that, about. But we're making the point that you're trying to sit there and defend Brady about not being a system quarterback, and when Nick Foles – every time Nick Foles got issue? into the – What's, what's, let, let, what's let the me issue finish. with being a let system me quarterback? i I'll let you finish. You got to let me finish.
0: I when you finish put the Nick entire Foles
1: – I'll wait. You can wait. You you got Nick all day. Foles, <laughs> when you put Nick Foles into the Eagles system, there was no drop-off. That's all we we're saying for Tom Brady. We we won't know until this season if he is successful outside of the Patriots' brand of thinking. That's, that's what we don't know yet. And that's why he can't be the goat. You can sit there and win. Like, in all honesty, and it, and it hurts, it's going to hurt. But if you want to take it back to basketball, Kobe and Michael Jordan never won without a Hall of Fame coach. They are the great, they are some of the greatest players of all time. They needed somebody to hold their hand and tell them when they were doing too much or when they weren't doing enough. You have LeBron James who has taken every rookie coach he has had to the NBA Finals, not the playoffs, finals, finals. And you're sitting there and you're going to try to tell me that somebody who has – that's like me saying this. You have – you're an accountant or you you work in the in – the, uh, you do the numbers for your university. I'm telling you to do your job with pen and paper instead of a
0: computer. We, okay, Let's let's get away from that argument. We've had that one already. Let's move on. First and foremost, first and foremost, you, you cannot equate championships to a single guy in football like you do in basketball. A single great player on, a, a, on an NBA basketball team has a significantly greater impact than a single great player on an NFL team. One, you're out there with four guys. The other one, you're out there with ten guys. So the impact that a single player has is significantly less because there has to be 10 other people doing their job correctly at the same time for a play to be successful. Baseball only 3 guys need to be doing their job correctly at the same time in order to be successful. So that impact is significantly higher. Basketball 4 people on the court if they're doing if they're not getting in your way as the as the all-star they're doing their job. Now to get to playoff career for Peyton Manning, most of the time he had to go to Foxborough at one point in the playoffs. And that is one because of the strength of their two divisions. We cannot deny that the AFC East was a lot crappier than than any other division across the NFL. You had the Patriots, and you had a couple pre-case preschools going at it with each other. So, therefore, one made it easy for them to hope. And who who's going to be successful? Who normally plays in a dome, going outdoors to Foxborough in December? That it's like work. and also freezer temperature. Why are you making excuse?
2: Why are you making excuses for weather? Everybody That's has to making- play in the weather.
0: That's that's not making it. I'm just I, no. That's not what I'm. I'm just giving the reality of the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm giving the reality of the situation. You can't call that choking in that situation. He only and also they only played
2: to- three times and he was two and one. So I'm not even counting the fact that Tom Brady's one two versus one. I'm looking at overall the fact that um, okay, Peyton no, Manning. Let me get
0: there, I'm getting. I'm getting there. Let, let me. I gave you guys all your time to talk. Now it's my time to talk. Are you, you good? Okay, thank you. Next. You ain't Pittsburgh... get
1: pissy with him when he said that, but my bad. I digress. Continue, continue, JT. Continue. The Pittsburgh Steelers
0: game. Peyton Manning got them all the way to the goal line at the end of that game. His running back fumbled it. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody and said the ball it, got taken me. back the other way. <laughs> that's not somebody – that's not your quarterback choking. <laughs> oh. That's your running back choking. Going back to my original statement, talked about how the other 10 people on the field have to do their job correctly. Everybody has to do their job correctly, not just him. So, so, just because the team lost does not mean he choked. And also, to go, if we're going to talk about guys failing early on in their career, and, and that, that, that's going to be used part of it, how about Tom Brady losing twice? in the Super Bowl, to Eli Manning. Damn. Hey, Eli <laughs> Damn. Manning was one of the cl- clutchest
2: quarterbacks ever. He got, he got lucky. Get out of here, no. You he said lucky. Eli Manning is clutch. You <laughs> he, are, got lucky. You he got lucky. Eli and Manning came, and clutch in the same tenet. He came through when it mattered the most. That's all I'm
1: going One ball, he throws up, and the guy literally catches it on his helmet. On his helmet, Eli right. got He's his five one times of, on that play.
0: And, was, and you know was, what? Even like, as a he, Giants he, fan, he, I, he that kicked. play should have been blown dead before he got out of the pocket. Let's let's be real. He should, it should have like, been blown <laughs> dead. But for some reason, the rest were like, nope. This
1: is okay. We're gonna watch the man get obliterated. We're just gonna watch what happens. <laughs> oh shit! He actually
0: caught the ball. <laughs> oh okay, <laughs> oh, this is uncomfortable. We can, but, is there a flag that we can throw here? But JT, basketball?
2: JT, just just yes. to to speak on the fact, we can recognize that there's ten other people on the field. But when you have sole control of the offense, this is my point. With that, uh, Peyton Manning has to yes. take a little more of the blame because You're right, he, but because still- he's he's calling the shots completely but
0: he's not fumbling the ball right that's not, not him fumbling the ball that's
2: right that's not him fumbling the ball but he still had more control that's why i put more blame that he's even in that situation than okay, so more then so then, than. so you're going to sit there and say that he deserves more
1: blame yet more credit when he does right so right. why don't you hold this so why don't you hold Tom Brady to the same standard he's a freaking pre-k quarterback getting led along by one of the greatest coaches in NFL history. He did not get a chance to run the two-minute drill without being told what
0: to do until five years ago. You can't fully use that because for one, Belichick is the defensive coach. Josh McDaniels has been the offensive coordinator there majority of the time. So it's not so much But yes, Bill Belichick has his hand in it. He's the head coach of the team. I'm not dis dis discrediting you on that part. But still, he's saying he's not trying to call the plays for the offense. That's Josh McDaniel. He's not. That that's Josh McDaniel's job.
1: That's all I'm saying. Is the fact that like you have one quarterback who is like who is smart enough to break down certain defenses and make the best the best adjustments in order to win the game, and you got one who's waiting on, in the in the pocket, like, okay, coach, so what are we doing now? Okay, give me the signal. Okay. Oh, wait, so I only got two audibles out of this call, right? I can either – I can audible and send yeah. Gronk on a quick slant, or I can send Gronk on a quick out. That, that, that's all I can do. Like, that, that's all he does. If he sees a mismatch, it's like, oh, yeah, if I see a freaking linebacker matched up on Gronk one-on-one, it doesn't take a freaking rocket scientist to be like, helmet tap. Slash across the chest, three-step drop, and throw it at his freaking shoulder. It, it, you don't have to be above average to do that. My, like, that goes to the point when Brady got thrown out for the flight gate. They won with Jacoby Percent, starting quarterback. Jacoby Percent. And you see what happened when he got to, to Indianapolis. He was god-awful. That should go to show you they, they made the to... playoffs
0: with Jacoby Percent. Hold on,
1: JT. Look, JT. Look me in the face. J, I wish you could look me in the face right now. Listen to me. What I'm what I'm saying to this by this. When we saw Jacoby Percent under center for the Patriots, we was all like, I even called you and I said, Oh my god, like we have another black quarterback in the league that can actually ball. We are not going to sit here and say that Jacoby Percent was not bailed out by that dominant. Indianapolis uh, defense. By the way, shouts out to um, what's his Kenny name? Moore. Kenny, Kenny Moore. Kenny Moore. Number twenty three. Big Boom dude. Squad, baby. Squad up. Anyway, we are not gonna sit here and say that 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 defense wasn't the majority reason why they were successful. And remember, like Jacoby Brissett was out there with the Patriots throwing dimes. Like I'm not. We ain't talking about like you know, them. Them things was pretty. But then he goes to Indianapolis, and he's struggling because you want to know why? The line isn't as
0: tight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they 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 had no help. That's but why Andrew Lux retired, because they, they literally gave him zero help there. It,
1: and that's all I'm trying to get my – To cover up more, they tried to
0: get a mobile quarterback that just could run away from everything. Yeah. He, he, he's just not
1: like – Jacoby it so, wasn't even mobile when he was in college. So, But that's so, what we're saying. It's like if you pull – when you pull Hayden Manning – out of Indianapolis for that one season. Look what happened. The exact same team, the exact same wide receivers. The previous year, where he won fourteen games. How much did they win? Two games. Two games.
0: You pull Pey-
1: You pull Tom Brady out. Eleven
0: and five. Seven, five. Mm-hmm. But they don't make the playoffs. They do not make they, the playoffs.
1: They, they okay. They for once they did They didn't make the playoffs. But Thanks that's, that's to the what wild I'm saying. Cat in Miami. Like, to the wild, oh my God, we're not even <laughs> going to speak on that. The wildcat in Miami. So that's what I'm trying to get you. That's all I'm saying is that does Tom Brady make a difference? Yes, he does. He is a great quarterback. Like, he really is. But when you take him out of the mix, he is isn't something that's going to push you above and beyond. Like, they went 11-5 and five with a no-name quarterback and was that close to making – like, their defense was the reason why they didn't go. It wasn't like they were struggling to put up points. Like, what, the only thing you can say that is, is Tom Brady is, is good in the clutch, which he is. But I will argue to say if you have somebody that's telling you what to do and they're devising the plan out for you, like, he's not a Patrick Mahomes that's dropping back on, on third and 15, and it's like he's using his athleticism to make a great play. It's literally Tom Brady's like, okay, I know what I'm going to do. Drop step back. I'm going to make my reads, and I'm going to make the right pass. To me, that doesn't make you a GOAT. That just makes you really good at your job. Like, he's he's like A.J. Karen at Alabama. Like, above average quarterback, but, you know, you're just kind of running the mill.
2: What I will say to that? So I, y'all have already talked about it. So when Peyton left and went to Denver, right that two thousand eleven season, and uh, the Colts went two and fourteen. What did they do the next three years after that two and fourteen season? They went eleven and five, made the playoffs each those three times.
0: Yeah, Cause cause who they did they get in at love? the
1: quarterback? Who did they get at the quarterback? Andrew Le-
0: Luck is Andrew Luck was a better quarterback, physicality wise and and, and tangibles wise than, than Peyton Manning could ever hope to be. Okay, but he who was that? Peyton-
2: who was their quarterback that that two and fourteen year?
0: Nobody knows. I, I, well, what was his name?
2: Was it Dan? It it was between Dan or Vlowski and. Um... It was Dan Orlov. Dan Orlov. <laughs> it was Dan
0: Orlov. Dan hey, He's a great I analyst. Need it. Give give respect words too. He's a good <laughs> analyst. Right. Good football.
2: good analyst. But uh, <laughs> what what do you expect him to do? Like even if you look at like Matt Castle, at least Matt Castle is somewhat respectable as a backup QB. What what role does Dan? Orlowski, um have But the this same point.
1: Could be the same could have been Said about what's his name About Jacoby Brissett before He became a proven commodity it's The fact that it's like
2: you know ja- Jacoby Brissett <laughs> only Played two games with the
0: Patriots Granted he right. won, won. Well, one and but, a Half one and a half he games. he played one And yeah. a half
2: he came
1: in right. after what's his name Got hit that first game. Garoppolo, and, Garoppolo and, right Yeah up. after Garoppolo went down With the knee But, like, that – and I'm saying, like, in all due respect, like, once again, I'm not saying that the guy is trash. Like, I'm not putting him on the same level as, like, uh, Andy Dalton or anything. But all I'm saying is this. If you can put a no-name quarterback, your third-string quarterback into a game and you're still competitive at the NFL level, you're going to Winning, not even
0: competitive. Like,
1: Winning. You you can't you can't sit there and say that, oh my God, like that diminishes the quarterback. Because I mean, if you're the third string on the NFL team, yes, you can go to anybody else's high school, college, the seat like the Canadian League, and you could probably ball the freak out. But in the NFL, third string means you're pretty much trash.
0: Third string uh, is, is the third string is considered the emergency quarterback. you know what i mean
1: and and yet he's winning with the emergency they're winning with the emergency quarterback that's all i'm saying that's all tom brady was tom brady was jimmy garoppolo that's jimmy like what if right now what if tom brady would have got a a a major knee injury and jimmy garoppolo would have been the patriots quarterback You you see what I'm saying? Well, here's
0: here's a here's a here's a conspiracy theory for it. It's never been confirmed, but supposedly, the what started the divorce in New England was that Bill Belichick had made the decision because he's also the GM to 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 let go of Tom Brady and make Jimmy Garoppolo the starter and move on, get younger, like he does with every other position. In that entire team. And then Robert Kraft came downstairs and said, No, 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 no. You're not getting rid of Tom Brady. Was that so, before
2: or after Robert Kraft's um trip down to Florida? That was it was well before. <laughs> it was before <laughs> well that. before.
0: Well well yes. before. Well, the 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 confirmed one. It was well gotcha. before. Who knows how long wow. he'd been going down there before that? No, anyways. Please, it's only anyways. green cheese that
1: comes out anyway. Go ahead, continue.
0: Anyways. Oh, Jesus. So he was ready to to move off of Tom Brady not after sitting out for a season like with Peyton Manning having all his surgeries where we weren't sure whether he was going to come back and that was a gamble at the end of the day. After seeing what he had done that previous season and had been successful in that previous season Bill Belichick said, "I'm, I'm done with this guy. I'm ready to move off of him. I think that should speak volumes to the greatness of each of these players here.
1: You see what I mean, and like, and it like, like I said, no disrespect to Tom Brady once again, but with adding on to that, definitely piggyback on it is that if he, if Peyton Manning doesn't get like trounced because he doesn't have a line, and you know, damn near becomes paralyzed. He never leave. They Indianapolis never gets rid of him. Like I think we both, we all three of us can agree on that. Like I would say so. Yeah, like we. I saw that hit. Even I was like, "Yo, bro's gonna be lucky if he can even walk again." And like that's the thing about why are we saying like the one thing that we can say about Tom Brady why people a like lot to say he's the goat is because of his longevity. Okay, why has he been able to play for so long? He's all like. When is like outside of the Dallas Cowboys, the Patriots have always had the best offensive
0: line. Well, it's not necessarily the best offensive line. Instead, Bel Belichick has always done a good job to keep his team young, right? And so, when they do make those playoff runs, those older guys they can't exactly play that seventeenth, eighteenth, nineteenth game like the the young bucks can. And if this young buck can do the job good enough I'm going to take him over you know the veteran I mean just look at Nate Soldier perennial all-star for the the New England Patriots great offensive lineman first ballot hall of fame or maybe second ballot because he's an offensive lineman and they don't really go first first time for them anyways but he's for sure going to the hall of fame he left went to New York to the Giants. They thought they were going to have, they were solidifying their offensive line. It didn't help. No. They, they move on from these guys as they start their downward spiral, not not after the downward spiral. And that's why they can continue with this longevity. They continue being this great prog- program that they are is because they there's, replace no parts, mm. there's no emotional parts. There's no, no emotional parts like in a car before they go bad, Right. They don't and look think, at
1: it like the the Patriots organization doesn't look at their players as people. They're just
2: like their assets. And if an
0: asset isn't making also, you any
1: money, they, they
2: move. You also have to look at Tom Brady. Um, not only does he take care of his body physically, I think more so than the average uh, NFL player, especially with his diet. But Tom Brady started throwing the ball away like a couple of years ago he was not taking hits. He was not willing You're to right. take a sack. That, he was he was getting the ball out. And, you know, whether it, that means he takes a hit in his completion percentage, that means he's healthy. And, you know, when he's not having the the benefit of having a good line or good receivers as of recent, he's throwing the ball away and making smart decisions. So, you know, I think it's both the Patriots organization and Tom Brady try to benefit each other. Right. And I'm not
1: disagreeing with you on that, but like I said, the one thing that we can agree, and you just said it yourself, JT said it as well, is that it's the organization that is a real big handicap and the reason why this guy is touted so high. My biggest thing is this. If you flip-flop the quarterbacks, if you flip-flop, if you put Peyton on the Patriots and you put Tom Brady at the, on the Indianapolis Colts, I will bet my house or my job. Tom would only have I, – I don't even think he would have one Super Bowl. I don't think Tom could have won because, like I said, even when Tom was young, he still couldn't move.
0: And we're not gonna sit here and say that. Yeah, he had them. the same forty time at the combine that I had when I was in high school. So You see what I'm saying?
2: You know <laughs> what I mean? I, had a, uh, I ran a
0: five two. That was not I didn't have a good forty time either.
2: I, I think any good QB could luck up with at least one Super Bowl.
0: Uh, that's uh, Dan,
2: that's, Marino, that's saying, that's, Dan Marino Dan Marino well thank you yeah. Jim Kelly up, of course there are exceptions that's saying like I'm a Falcons fan and you know Matt Ryan's still disappointing me right now but <laughs> you look at some of these QBs until you stop you,
0: rooting for Atlanta teams you, you will always be disappointed but you know that's the okay. a different
2: story Atlanta United we still got one I'm it to the that day I
1: die. it till the day I die. Doesn't count in Atlanta. <laughs> I, I don't, don't care. I was really I do. was in
2: the stadium. I don't care. I was there. I saw it with my own two eyes. We won something, but you know.
1: But I, I like I said, I get what you're saying, and I do. I just I don't think that that equates to greatness. Like I just don't. I cannot say that he is the greatest of all time because. He's won and he's done X, Y, and Z with this super behemoth of an organization behind him. When I've seen one guy do it with a whole lot less stability and a cheap owner, because let's be real, Jim Irsay is dog cheap. He's dog cheap.
0: Yeah, do I like, mean,
1: Bill Belichick is cheap. He does not. Well, Bill money Bel- like- Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is cheap in the right way. It's like I'm not going to pay a a receiver that's highly touted, highly touted money. I'm going to trade you away. I'm going to go to the draft, and I'm going to find a receiver that fits what we're trying to do here, work him up, coach him up, and then use him that way. Like, that's smart. Jim Jim Irsay was over here paying uh, wide receivers that have been in the NFL for six seven years and have been mediocre and average and paying them decent contracts that's stupid and that and that's all I'm saying is that when you take into account that everything that Tom Brady has had go his way and what he's had as an organization and for backup like it's almost like it, it would almost be a crime for him not to be successful and that's all I'm saying when you got this one guy where everything has been on him since day one and he's done nothing but succeed, like nothing but succeed. Like you've taken – you took an organization who I believe did Tim Tebow wrong. I'm just going to say that. I think they did Tim Tebow wrong. Let's move on. Uh, We're done with that.
0: We're done with that.
1: Got got a – the best quarterback of all time. And look at how they skyrocketed with Peyton. Like I mean, you you I mean to do that with a totally brand new organization, brand new receivers, brand new coaching style with all of that, dude, and you're able to break all of Tom Brady's records. Partially due season. to their
2: defense, but you know.
1: No, 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 no. The first, no, you're talking about they won the Super Bowl because the Super of their Bowl defense, right? Now, we're talking about the year that he broke every offensive statistic record that the league had because that was the year he passed Brett Favre for most touchdowns thrown. It was the year that he threw more touchdowns than anybody in one season and it was you had uh what's his name? He got his touchdown uh record back with him and Demarius uh Thomas, Thomas for the yeah. most re- uh Martin whatever his name is like most touchdowns thrown to a single receiver in a season. Like he beat him and Randy Moss. He beat Tom Brady and like and we're we're not gonna sit there and say that Randy Moss was slow slowing. Like Randy Moss was still booking it.
0: Yeah, in the season yeah. finale against the Giants in that eighteen and one season, the he ran a go route, beat his man. The guy was laying on the ground. He drops the ball, wide open would have been. Very next play, they ran the same thing. Wide open, touchdown. That's that. That was the level that they they ran the same exact play, and it wasn't even. A cop it was well, literally he ran a go route down the sideline twice and still destroyed his man.
1: And we're not gonna sit here and say that Peyton Manning had a receiver even close, even close to that caliber in his entire no, career. No disrespect well, to
0: Marvin Harrison. No, no, no
2: disrespect to no, him what? or Reggie Wayne. Reggie,
1: no Ar- guys
0: aren't-
2: Reggie, Reggie Wayne went on the record and said Tom Brady's better than Peyton Manning, but we're not going to talk about that.
1: But you got to understand why he said that, Lamores. You're reading the Bleacher Report. But you got to understand is that Peyton and Reggie Wayne do not have a great relationship anymore. And, of course, Reggie Wayne would say that he's going to give his respect to Peyton Manning because Peyton Manning is one of the NFL statesmen. The Manning family controls the NFL in a lot of ways. But him and just Peyton look at when like when Eli him. got drafted.
0: That's but you know,
1: yeah. yeah. Like look at that. So of course, like if you don't like somebody, like of course you're going to say that. But we got to get the context behind that. But right. if you lay everything out outside of Super Bowl, outside of Super Bowl championship, which we've already all agreed that you can't account to just once. Yeah. Which, okay. And stats. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Put the, okay, throw the stats out there. But what you're not going to do is that when when Peyton Manning had similar talent, not better, just semi similar talent. Who was the better? Who who did better? Tom Brady. That one year when he was in Denver, that the first year Peyton was in Denver, like we're talking about brand new organization, all of that. Brady's been established in Foxborough for the last nine seasons. We'll
2: see. We'll and see till- what happens this year. We'll see what All happens right. you this can, year. We
1: can see what happens this year. But totally, step for step, I mean, for step for step, Peyton Manning is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Tom Brady might be the most accomplished, just like Michael Jordan is the most accomplished basketball
2: player in the 90s. He's not the best. He's just not. I wish, I wish he had this same sort of argument for uh, basketball, because you would agree that Kobe's better than everybody if you have the same sort of argument, oh,
1: I think Kobe is better than a lot of people. I've i gone on the record and said that I think that Kobe Bryant is a better Michael is a better version of Michael Jordan than Michael Jordan is himself. That's Amen. in my opinion, and better than LeBron. He's not better than LeBron, Amen. but he's better a than he's a bit because is, in my opinion, Kobe's five rings. Competition against those in his five rings were a better competition than Jordan faced in his six. That's just my opinion. JT did like, decide that he disapproves of this argument. It's the, but it's like I said, you can disapprove of it all you want. It's just like I said. No, I mean Magic Johnson at the end of his rope. No James Worthy. You beat. You get like you win for the one. Okay. The best finals that he had was against. The best finals opponent that he has statistically was Stockton. You're taller than John Stockton. I want you to let that sink in for a second. A 6'6", 225 man. His competition is a 5'11", right point guard. And Carl so, Malone. So, but, yeah, that's that, that's y'all's best player of all time because he, oh, my God, he played against somebody. 90s is, defenses, you you used to get bent over and raped with no lube when you went into the hole. this is taking a turn.
0: All right, <laughs> we're going to end it there. Uh, Morse's so got to get back to work, apparently, because it's 2 o'clock, so, you know, we'll... uh. am
2: have we'll to go it. pick up some hoes.
0: Okay. Well, we're going to end it with... Alright. Thank you for listening. This has been Georgia Bama Coaches. We'll check back with you later. This has been JT, Solomon, and Lamorris. Adios. And
1: may I add, may I add, we made it through a discussion where nobody was screaming and essentially... Essentially, we all came to the right realization. That Tom Brady's still goat? No, and that once he fails this year, y'all won't have
0: anything to say to me.